So this episode, this first episode of 2021 might be a little bit different. We've done some talking about maybe changing up our, our style. You want to you wanna oh, blame it on me? Oh, this is where I jump in. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing it to you. <laughs> throwing it to you, Johnny. I don't it to really you. have anything to add to that. Yeah, we're changing <laughs> up our style. <laughs> Emily thinks we should go in a direction of, you know, each of us doing episodes that reflect more of our own personalities. Emily likes to do interviews. I don't. <laughs> um, I prefer more like a live, minimal edit, hot takey kind of <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And Noelle likes the long story form of podcasts. So um, mm-hmm. each of our individual podcasts will probably come out like that. Yeah. So I'm thinking that this first episode of 2021 will be your style and you're editing it. And um, it's going to be like a, a more chatty hot take where we're going to be tying civics into like current events. And we can't not talk about current events because everything is just too gosh darn interesting lately. What's that quote about like, I wish I didn't, I wish I wanted to live in interesting times or something like that. I don't know who said that. So we'll probably have a couple of these this, this month, because we've also got the inauguration, hopefully keep our fingers crossed happening later this month and some other stuff happening. We might invite in some of our previous guests to join us on some of these episodes, these chatty episodes, and you're going to, and you're going to be more of the producer editor on them. Yay. And then um, (laughs) I'll probably do um, no more than one interview a month. And Noelle will periodically, not even as regularly as monthly, do one of her her um, long story uh, episodes like we like you saw with the Christmas, uh, the two part Christmas episode, which was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, we want to hear from you about what you like about our 2020 episodes and you know, if you're excited about this new direction, if you're not excited, I don't want to hear at all. No, if you're not excited, <laughs> I do want to hear like what you're, what you're worried about or, or what you don't like about this idea. I do want to hear from you. I really do. Uh, should we, uh, we should get on our P's and Q's better, you and me. Um, okay. So we have an email address. It's civics.yall, Y-A-L-L dot podcast at gmail.com, civics.yall dot podcast at civics.com. If, sorry, at gmail.com if you want to email us your thoughts um, and um, make sure to direct them to Jody if you're really mad about the direction we're going in because it's my <laughs> fault and Jody, Jody will want to know that <laughs> you don't agree. <laughs> we should um, we should put the email address in the, whatchamajigit? In we the show put, notes? <laughs> yes, we should put the email address in the show notes. <laughs> have fun editing this (laughs) (laughs) all right well i will i'll put the email address in the show notes and i promise that i i do intend to get our website up eventually so that you guys can find all of the older episodes in the show notes i kind of did a silly thing and i only numbered some of our episodes last year because i only numbered the ones that like i had planned and sort of conceived of as a sort of unit so according to the, that numbering system, we only have 10 episodes from last year, which is like really not true. We've got more like 30 episodes. <laughs> I don't know what the number is. So I'll migrate everything over to a website so people can access it a little bit easier, access the notes and, and, and maybe some behind the scenes stuff, um, which a lot of that is already on our Patreon, by the way. We do have some only pa- uh, patron only uh, posts on our Patreon if people are interested in joining that, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. All right. 
Sounds good. <laughs> On with the show. Yay. <laughs> All right. Civics, y'all. A political conversation for all of us. <laughs> so, yeah, um, our speculations of civil war yesterday um, seem really interesting now, don't they? Well, I count this as a skirmish, which I did say <laughs> there would be. I mean, I don't I don't see this um, really progressing past, you know, just some, you know, gr- a small group of people causing a ruckus being shut down and then you know and then it's over i don't think the president helped much in his calm down speech in his go go home speech or he you're real special and i love you huh? <laughs> you're real special and i love you yeah yeah <laughs> he called him special <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious that it's also like, I mean, this is how you indoctrinate soldiers, you know, like, like, um, you know, suicide bombers, basically, you know, like, I mean, like, this, it's like he read like a third world despots, like, you know, memoirs, or he probably got him straight from the source because, you know, this is how you groom. This is how, literally, this is how you groom, you know, soldiers who will die for you. I was, I was tripping off the fact that he just repeat it again and again the election was stolen the election was stolen you know yeah i understand why you're angry because they stole it from us they're evil but but be calm (laughs) be be calm be calm and go home (laughs) yeah so So, yeah i mean ilan omar um says on twitter that she's gonna like uh, draw up articles of impeachment um what do you think about that yeah, I saw that. I mean, I, I don't really see the the need. I don't see the purpose. I mean, I understand. She said something in one of her tweets that you know, it, the time frame doesn't matter. Like the Constitution doesn't say you know, if if you're in lame duck status, then that you can't impeach or something like that. I get all of that, but I mean, come on, it's it's like a waste of everybody's time. I feel. No, I mean, I disagree, though, Jody, because, like, I think I said this when we were talking about it, like, back in the fall, but, like, I feel like the way he leaves office is important, right? And, and like, even if it, it, even if it's mostly ceremonial, if we're able to impeach him and, and a Republican-controlled um, Senate, because it'll still be a sitting Republican-controlled Senate, as far as I know, at that, you know, between now and the end of the month, if they actually vote to impeach him and to remove him from office, I think that that'll send a message. I think it'll send a message but that what's we're... the odds that that happens, though? I mean, he's I already been know. impeached, you know, so like he's been impeached <laughs> twice. All right. OK, so. Yeah, but I mean, I think it, it matters because it's like us signaling like our our congress signaling that they that they are going to choose each other in the constitution over you know over a despot you know they're gonna and it may signal that like republicans that want to stay in office are like you know what we've got to do this we've got to signal that we're willing to work with democrats i mean i don't know i don't know what the odds are maybe i'm still being a pollyanna but you know they can signal that by actually working with each other you know like they have at least two years where it's going to be Democrat, well, a 50 50 split in the Senate mm-hmm. and, you know, a Republican controlled House. But I mean, they have two years before that changes. 
and they can work together. That's how they demonstrate it. Like to me, the impeachment is—it would be like just ceremonial. It would—it would—it would be completely it would be so meaningless. Satisfying though, it'd be so satisfying. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be so satisfying if our lawmakers finally like actually saw reason and just removed him from office, even if it was like a only a day or two before he was due to be removed from office, just normally, like. I think it would just be so satisfying because it would also say, like, I think the other important thing about this is, like, if there's even the glimmer of a chance that they can um, they can try to overturn the election results, right? Even a glimmer of a chance impeaching him will will block that. It'll block it from taking place. But I don't know if removing him from office will, uh, you know, will I don't know what the odds are that they'll well, actually. What about do this? That. What about this? If mm-hmm. they do impeach him. And then Pence becomes president, and then he pardons Trump for all of his federal crimes. Then, then what? I mean, like that oh. doesn't help. <laughs> you yeah, know? that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, and you know, and here's the thing. Here's our civics connection. Connection, because we are talking about politics. Like we're talking about, like you know, ripped from the headlines stuff that's happening today. But <clears throat> we're talking about sort of like the different angles and like the sort of like precedents and. The what could happens of it all. And I think that that's where our civics gets in, you know, since we both feel a little guilty that we haven't been a little bit more civic minded in our civics podcast. <laughs> but, but you know what? I don't know. Like I, this whole thing is just, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not surprised because I've been predicting and I've been feeling in my bones that it would happen. I mean, this is yet another reason that I took a week off of work this particular week was I was just like, rising COVID cases and, you know, counting the the electoral votes and, you know, the runoff election in in Georgia and my birthday. I'm just going to stay home. (laughs) Seemed like a good call. So, yeah, I mean, so many things happened today. I was listening to NPR coverage right before we got on and, um, you know, like we need to, I mean, I'm really proud of them because they're calling this what it is. It's, you know, um, essentially, you know, it's not just protesters. They are, you know, they're they're terrorists is what they but, are. But see, this is this is what's interesting to me is that from their perspective, the election was stolen from their perspective. The Constitution is being undermined. Right. So mm-hmm. from that perspective, they're acting as patriots. They're trying to save their country. Mm-hmm. The the problem to me is not so much them. I like, I don't look at them. I mean, they are acting in, in terror, but it's only because the, the genesis of their beliefs are false. You know, they're being fed misinformation and lies. You know, they, they don't have the same facts that we do. And so they're acting out of patriotic fervor, but just from a wrong set of facts. So then to me, the, the problem is with, our information silos, you know, we're, we're not operating from the same set of facts anymore. So then you have one group of people who truly believe in their heart that their country is being stolen away. So yeah, I would expect a patriot to react this way. So I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I, we, we certainly have to do something about the media and the way that we consume information and the way that we obtain our facts, you know? I mean, absolutely. I mean, however, 
information is theoretically free in this day and age. I mean, you can't, you know, reputable newspapers that like employ like fact checkers and like, you know, seasoned journalists who know how to spend weeks on a, on a story and, and really investigate it and all of that stuff. Those are dying because of, you know, subscriptions are falling and people are not paying for their news, right? All of the news is on the internet, right? Like even the subscription-based paywalls or whatever, you can still get the information. So, I mean, I get you. I mean, I have empathy for people who have been brainwashed by a message, but at least as far as the adults are concerned, the adults that just stormed our capital, they have had access to information. They have had access to the same information that we have. They are in a silo the same way that like sometimes it feels like I'm in a silo where I only hear the feedback loop of like the people who agree with me for sure. But I have to make the conscious decision to step outside of my silo and to talk to people who believe differently than me or read different, you know, stories that make me mad, you know, and, and like you do where you read Fox News and all of that stuff. They, as adults, you know, adult citizens have made the choice to only, you know, receive a set piece of information, you know, set of information. They are the ones that are refusing to see both sides of the story or, you know, look at the facts or whatever, you know, whatever you want to make of it. So they do have, I mean, and then, and I think you're right. Like they're not, they're not the only problem, but they are terrorists. And you're totally right that the difference between a protester and a terrorist is really just a matter of hindsight where, you know, we look at somebody's actions and we're like, okay, well, they were standing up for their country, you know, and I mean, Nathan Hale was, you know, you know, executed for being a spy, you know, in early American history and all of that, you know, so there are consequences for your actions. And I think that's the problem that I'm having is that peaceful protesters who were protesting in the streets. I mean, I think usually with licenses and, and all of that stuff and like, oh, you know, forethought and foreplanning, not always, but a lot of the times, but they were peacefully protesting without weapons, were murdered and shot, you know, by other citizens or the police. Meanwhile, a group of white citizens go storming our nation's capital with weapons. And one person dies, as far as I know. Oh, that woman died? Yeah, she died. I just saw, what? I just heard that right before we got on. Yeah. Who's, I don't even know who shot her. Who shot I don't know. her? Yeah, that's the other thing. And that's the other thing is like, you probably she didn't, I mean, I don't know, but like, I wasn't surprised that it was a woman. Of course, women can be, you know, carried away in these things as well. And they can be insurrectionists just as well and terrorists just as well. But part of me was just like, of course. No, I don't know. I don't know all the details about who shot her either. I need to go look, but I just heard that she passed. But what I'm saying is, is that like, you know, as people are, the hot takes on Twitter is that essentially this is white privilege in action. And actually, I should tell you how I found out that this was happening. I was at Office Depot trying to get a signal booster for my internet because it's been so bad and um, at the house. And I was standing in line waiting to check out. And a guy behind me goes, holy shit. And I turned and looked at him and I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> and, he, and he like, like I knew him. I was like, okay, tell me what happened. And he just, he did. He started to tell me what happened. And he was this big white dude. And I said, I was like, please don't ever take your white maleness for granted ever use it for good because this is a demonstration of that. And like, I went off on him and he just told me the news. <laughs> he was just minding like, his business. <laughs> he was just minding his business. He was just telling me the news. He's like, you know what? You know what? He's like, he's like, I work at a black owned business. He's like, I try, I try to always be aware and not take it for granted. I promise. You know, he, he was, because I was basically like, if you don't see it, you got to see it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and all that stuff. But that's how I felt. That was my first response. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that someone got shot and killed i don't know who shot her or killed her or anything like that but 
I mean, when you storm the nation's capital with weapons, like you should have some expectation that there is going to be violence because you're inciting violence. You know, you're threatening violence. And the fact that only one person was shot and killed, like, like, you know, if that crowd had been mixed or largely, you know, brown and black, that would not have been the case. They would have been massacred. I would hope that no matter who it was that was protesting, I would hope that the Capitol Police would not have opened fire on they not do their work for the US them, They were not protesting. Protesting is like being outside and, and holding up signs. That's protesting or marching. Is is that right, well protesting. I would I would hope whoever was storming the Capitol, if they were American citizens, they would not be fired upon. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want anybody to be killed either. But what I'm saying is, is like, we, we, I mean, I don't believe that. I don't believe that if it was a different demographic that stormed the Capitol, like, you know, the demographic that wanted to storm the Capitol in 2016, when Trump was elected, the people who were like, this is bullshit, this is horseshit, who wanted to like, you know, take back their country, you know, who wanted to be patriots, because this, you know, like, they could see in 2016, what, what would be coming to us, you know, like those people would not have had the same chance to storm the Capitol with weapons. I don't, I don't believe like, and that's the thing. It's like when you're carrying a weapon into a federal building, you cannot call that a protest anymore. Even just like, I mean, if you didn't have the weapons and you just got onto the grounds, yeah, maybe I could, I could see that being a protest, you know, like you were, you know, forcing your way into the proceedings. That's, that's interrupting and that's disruptive and that's a protest. But like, with weapons that's terrorism that's ir- in, uh insurrection you know yeah. yeah no doubt no doubt i mean if it's the russians all right shoot them if it's you know <laughs> the chinese or the north Koreans, if it's zombies shoot them <laughs> but if it's u.s citizens you chill out you know oh but yeah what are you supposed to do you're supposed to ask for their passports before you shoot them i mean like I, I mean, I don't know many terrorists that go around carrying their like, you know, proof of citizenry on, you know, on themselves where they can, you know, like, don't shoot, don't shoot. I'm American. I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want anybody to get shot. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is a demonstration of the different Americas that we all live in, you know? Yep. Yep. It's unfortunate. Uh, I I always blame it on Fox News, and it's <laughs> ironic that a lot of Fox News's base has abandoned them, <laughs> but they started this whole thing. You know, to me, I, I lay this at their feet. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, we were gonna—I know we were gonna touch base about some other stuff, but I haven't done the research we were we were in the process of doing. Did you have anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> no, that's it. We were we were talking about keeping it short and sweet anyway, so. Yeah, let's touch base again. Oh, wait, we didn't even say that. Uh, It seems like both of the Democrats won in Georgia. Oh, yeah, I know, right? It looks (laughs) like. That's kind of important. (laughs) It is kind of important. I think that's what we were originally planning on talking about, right? Once the results were um, were in or, you know, or it looked like the results were in. I think the Associated Press called it for Ossoff uh, about an hour ago. Yeah, I saw that. And Ossoff was the one that was a little bit behind, right? Warnock was the one that was... Yeah, it looked like Purdue was pulling away with like 85-ish percent of the vote. But then all of a sudden this morning I look and, you know, Warnock had won and um, Ossoff was in the lead again. And then I heard like they were, it was like 98% of the vote left and all of the counties that 
um, they still had the vote war in and around Atlanta. I was like, oh, okay, well, we got this. (laughs) Yeah, we got it. In and around Atlanta, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, uh, it's funny because like, I would have been ecstatic at this news yesterday. I was so, I was, I was really distraught when we were recording yesterday. Um, But this whole, you know, insurrection thing just kind of blew everything out of the water because I was running errands today and and got the news from, from a random white man in line behind me at the office depot. I'm sorry, sir. I am sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not really that sorry, but you know what? Okay. Yeah. Um, so all of the white men I know, make sure you are aware of your white maleness and you use it for good. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. It's a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Well, um, talk soon. Uh, yep. Yeah. We'll see what happens next. We'll see. Bye, Emily. Bye, everybody.